0: Oh, I sure wish that uh, I could get uh, Cheer as a sponsor. Here we go. Official start of the show. Three, two, one. Get ready in the networks. Down the line. Everybody get prepared. Okay, here we go. <laughs>
1: Hi from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, welcome to the Eggman Radio Addiction. And now stepping up to the microphone, the living radio legend, the Eggman, Ron James.
0: It's just cheer wine this early in the morning, okay? It's just cheer wine. And uh, cheer wine and whiskey, I don't know. I've tried that, but it's not so good. Um, but I love my cheer wine, man. And I got a sugar one today, too. I know, I know, I know bad diabetic, bad boy, but uh, what are you going to do, you got to live a little bit, but I got a banana here, so I'll I'll do the banana, maybe during one of the commercial breaks and uh, get some nutrition in me, and uh, oh man, so much going on uh, in the world, right, I mean, uh, I don't know, let's get get done with this uh, bullshit stuff in the beginning here first, Uh, this show is uh, just basically about me. Uh, Your living radio legend, uh, taking a twisted, satirical look at today's hot topics. And I am your host, the living radio legend, the Eggman Ronnie James. Hello. Cheers. Cheer wine. (laughs) We're the first completely off-grid radio station and show on the planet. Solar-powered, independent radio show, and uh, a totally independent of Duke power and light is what I meant to say. And that's the local power company. Nothing against Duke, Big Duke, over there, destroying Lake Norman. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Broadcasting. We're broadcasting from the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, like the lady said, the AI lady said. I was so far before everybody's time, man, when I did that uh, production with an AI program, right? Ah. This is show 395, titled uh, DOJ investigates PGA Saudi deal. And uh, if you're paying attention to that, a very interesting political twist with that involved. With, uh, it's got Trump all tied up into it because Trump uh, signed on to that deal uh, during his administration. And he's part of it, and I think he's invested in it and all that. So uh, they're going to investigate that since they investigate everything about Donald Trump. And then one in five U.S. depressed and a love affair of Adderall and uh, there's another story or two in there and we're going to we'll look at the drudge report like we always do and poo poo uh, most of the uh, bullshit uh, articles on there and if you know this is in this show when i use the drudge report as my um show prep i you know i try to look it over but i don't i give it to you straight first and then i will if i catch which i normally do the bullshit liberal slant in it which is, there always is. I mean, every article about Trump is bullshit liberal slant. And what I mean by that is, like, you start off in the article and there's it starts off hard, oh, my God, the world's coming to an end. He's, he, Trump's going to jail. Or, uh, you know, global warming's going to kill us all in uh, 15 days. But as you get into it, you, you'll read a paragraph where it's a, like a disclaimer paragraph, carefully in, in, inserted into the story. Yes, even though the... Uh, Uh, national weather bureau says we're all going to be dead in 15 years it could be a million years so there's a slight little difference between a million years and 15 days so that gives you an example of what they do in these articles it's always in there any of these articles about trump they'll say like this one i just seen on the judge report today about trump in miami this cafe And I said, you know, Trump goes to cafe with great reviews, but then the next line is, Trump didn't pay for the food. He said everybody could have food, and he didn't pay. He walked out. You know, and you read the story, and it's not the case at all. It's not the case at all, okay? It's just, it's a great headline. It's an eye-catcher for the Trump haters, for the Trump derangement syndrome people that need heavily, um, you know, heavy heavy meds. And I still wish that uh, I could design, uh, like, a relief factor for uh for Trump derangement syndrome people, right? I mean, just seems like that would be the uh, thing to do. <laughs> oh, me, oh Okay, so, uh, and also we've got, uh, let's see, DOJ investigates PGA Saudi deal. It's a sad nation, one in five depressed. And America, a love affair with Adderall. And then, last but not least, welcome to the error of the man haters. This is a good one. There's a lot of stuff in here, and it's it's, it's very, I think it's a good explanation of what's going on in that planet right now. And I'll try to give you that uh, slant, so of my my just stupid ridiculous slant. So the PGA tour do- do- deal blah, 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 with the lives. I always think of Liv Tyler. When I think about this, when I see Liv, the uh, L-I-V, something about golf, right? What does it mean? We know what PGA means, right? It means, um, uh, I don't know, what does it mean? A puckered goofball game of uh, a round ball that people hit? I have no idea. And uh, so I would rather think of Liv Tyler when I think of uh, the PGA Tour uh, with the um, the Liv Saudi backers to be investigated by the Justice Department. And what's interesting about this story, the uh, the Trump angle of it, because the probe is going to introduce a lot of uncertainty into the agreement. They're going to go into it. They're going to try and find, you know, what they've done wrong. They've They're looking for federal antitrust laws. It's just another way to keep Trump out of there because they're afraid of losing their power because they know. If Trump gets back in, it's going to be all hell to pay. Revenge. The revenge president. That's just the way it's going to be. There's no other way to put it. And it's going to be ugly. And I can't wait to watch it because they deserve it. These fuckballs have been fucking this country up so bad for so long now that it may not even it may not even be reversible. I don't know. So the Justice Department has uh, notified the PGA Tour that it will review the tour's planned merger with Liv Tyler. I'm sorry, Liv Golf's Saudi backers for antitrust concerns. I think I'd just rather do an article on Liv Tyler. Let me look something up. No, I'm just kidding. Naked pictures, Liv Tyler, please, Google. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't get all fucking bent out of shape. Jesus Christ. And uh, the... The Saudi backers, they're, they're investigating the Saudi backers of the Live Golf Tournament for matters initiating a regulatory obstacle to the stunning deal with the warring golf bodies. They're hoping to stabilize the sport. No, they're hoping to damage Trump more. I don't think it's possible. And I think it's, it, it really is re- reversing the effect of Trump. I was sitting there watching the news with my brother yesterday. He's a he's a he's a hardcore liberal, Trump-hating asshole. He doesn't even know it, and, and now he's finally admitting that uh, J- you know Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are the worst, and he hates Hillary Clinton. So I'm like, well, who the you know who the hell do you like? You know, and it's some socialist asshole. I'm sure. I'm just kidding, but you know it it, it is. Uh, but watching him struggle with uh, watching Donald Trump on Fox News, any news story about him, watching him cringe. And hate, and and venom. You know, it's like man, oh man. Take some medication, dude. Maybe that Adderall story will work out for him. It's the Eggman Radio Addiction Program. It's uh, radioaddictionatmail dot com. Look me up. Say some bad shit. I don't care. We'll be back
2: magazine selected corona cigar company as the best of the web and cigar aficionado magazine described corona cigar company as the largest best stock cigar shops in america
0: here's the founder of corona cigar company jeff morsewitz We created Corona Cigar Company's retail stores and cigar bars so you and your friends could relax and enjoy the ultimate cigar experience. And we've created our website so you can shop online as well. It's easy to remember coronacigar.com. We feature thousands of name brand cigars and accessories at discount prices. Check out our exclusive line of cigars including Avo Lounge, CAOS Caparate, Cielo, Florida Cielo, Cost Cutter Bundles, Ranchero, and Corona Nicaraguan cigars, just to name a few. And your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back be sure and join our email list for the latest cigar deals and event info it's the best spam on the web so save time and money and visit coronacigar.com nearly one in five u.s adults have been diagnosed with depression And the prevalence varies dramatically state by state. Uh, This is the CDC reporting. What does that stand for? A cunt bag, uh, dickhead, uh, 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 cocksuckers, right? I mean, it's the only thing I can think of. And uh, yes, now, and right off the bat, it's a CNN story. So you have to look at, first of all, you can actually see in the headline usually sometimes that it's, it's it's like an apology built into the headline because it starts off as nearly one in five U.S. adults have been diagnosed with depression. Oh, my God. One in five, you know. Well, wait a minute. One in five? Okay. Seems like it would be more than that. <laughs> Put this administration in power. I think it should be like five out of six are suicidal. <laughs> but any then the next line is, and the prevalence varies dramatically state by state. Okay, so... If that's the case, then your first line, one in five, that means it's not one in five in every state. So it's inaccurate right there, right off the bat. And they're they're apologizing for a lying headline, a bullshit lying headline. CNN, go fuck yourself. So it says here the proportion of U.S. adults who have ever been diagnosed with depression. It ranges greatly depending on where they live. So another apology statement. Another apology sentence, I should say. A new report published Thursday by the U.S. Centers for Disease, Centers for Disease, Control. That's the CDC. I think that's what it really means. It doesn't mean cutbag, douchebag, cocksuckers, like I said. But uh, finds that in 2020, in 2020, 18.4 percent of U.S. adults reported having ever been diagnosed with depression in their lifetimes. See, I don't think it's that high. They're trying to make it. I mean, I'm not saying no. I don't. No, I don't think it's more than that. That's right. That's what I meant to say. It's more than that. I believe it's more than that. I bet half this country is 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 depressed in some way. But these, I guess, you know, I don't know. It says here, it's different state by state. The percentage of adults range from an estimated 12.7% in Hawaii to 27.5% in West Virginia. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, right there, you know why. Cause it's great to live in Hawaii, and it sucks to live in West Virginia. I'm kidding, West Virginia. God, don't get, don't get on my email. You motherfucker, you talking about that West Virginia? It's the greatest state in the planet. It wouldn't sound like that though. It would be uh, more rednecky. <laughs> there was considerable geographic variation in the prevalence of depression, with the highest state and county estimates of depression observed along the Appalachian and southern Mississippi Valley regions. Now, wait a minute. The highest state? You'd think people would be okay out there, man. They're not depressed. You live in the goddamn Appalachians. A considerable geographic variation. The highest state and county estimates of depression observed along the Appalachian and southern Mississippi Valley regions. You poor people there. A bunch of people walking around in the Mississippi Valley and the Appalachians, and they're fucking depressed. Researchers from the CDC and Oak Ridge Institute for Science and Education in Tennessee, they're saying that current estimates of national, state-level, and county-level prevalence of adults reporting a lifetime diagnosis of depression. These estimates can help decision-makers guide resource allocations. to uh, resource allocations. See? It's how to squeeze some more money. Into these, you know, areas that uh, we don't need to be dealing with. We need to be focused on the basics, man. Social Security, retirement, the military, immigration. Oh, no, no, no. Let's talk about this. Let's break it down. Let's give billions of dollars to the hillbillies in the fucking mountains. <laughs> oh, my God. This survey uh, data said that. Uh, Ten states with the highest prevalence of adults saying they've been diagnosed with depression before were in descending order. Okay, it starts off with West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, Arkansas, Vermont, Alabama, Louisiana, Washington, Missouri, and Montana. I can give you uh, uh, right there, okay, looking at that list, I can see kind of why, except for Tennessee. Except for Tennessee, a bunch of places I don't want to fucking go. (laughs) <laughs> give me Key West. Give me South Florida. Give me uh, Delray Beach. Give me uh, Boca Boca Raton. You know, but don't uh, give me uh, don't give me uh, Montana. Okay, you can keep fucking Montana. Never been there. Don't want to go. Have no desire to. I'll think I think it would be perfectly okay to die and not go to Montana, where everybody's fucking depressed. Right? Come on. A separate report from Gallup found a similar national prevalence of depression in the United States, also finding that about 18% of adults say they're depressed or receiving treatment for depression. A jump of more than 7 percentage points since 2015. I wonder how many of these people are falsely diagnosed. They could just be an asshole, you know. You might just be a fucking asshole. You, you might just be a fucking troublemaker. You might just be one of these worrywart people. Is worrying depression, that's what they've done. They've taken it, you know, all. You know, depression is real. Don't get me wrong. Let me make my own disclaimer here. It's real. So fucking crazy people don't show up here at the studio and want to kill me. <laughs> but... uh A whole group of you out there, a bunch of Trump derangement syndrome morons, and uh, the rest of you are fucking depressed. (laughs) Show up, (laughs) firebomb my house. I mean, it's crazy out there. The fact that Americans are more depressed and struggling after this time of incredible stress, and what they're talking about is, I guess, what's in the media today. Are we under any more stress than we've ever been? Or are we just exposed to more bad news? Right? Yeah, that's what it is. Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Radioaddictionatmail.com. Radioaddictionatmail.com. No, not Gmail and not your G-spot. We'll be back. America's love affair with Adderall. And, uh, what happened when we were, uh, forced to live without it kind of reminds me of the old uh, Xanax, uh, thing. Doctors were prescribing Xanax like 10, 15 years ago, uh, like it was M&M candies and, uh, without really, you know, looking into the effects of trying to get off that shit. And, uh, People died, you know, just cold turkeying off of massive amounts of Xanax. It fucks with your brain, man. And uh, sometimes, you know, I just wonder if fresh air and breathing techniques and a lot of these things are not uh, more powerful and maybe a little meditation thrown in there are more powerful than uh, Adderall if if you use them properly. You know, use your brain. I mean depression yeah I just I I've been depressed but but like I've been able to get out of it. I've been able to, you know, get myself out of it. You talk yourself out, man. You're like, "Okay. Quit feeling sorry for yourself, you fucking pussy, and get off your ass." Say that to somebody who's so called clinically depressed. Oh, you don't understand. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to fucking help you, okay? Okay, I get it. You're depressed, but, you know, God damn, I don't want to hang around with you, you fucking uh, sad sack. <laughs> so the American love affair with Adderall. Back when James Hilton was a high school sophomore in Darien, Connecticut, his parents sent him to a psychiatrist because of the many problems he was having at school. Gee, how many kids have problems at school? All of them. Well, you have those special ones, about what, 10% maybe? They're fucking perfect. I sure didn't fall into that category. But anyways, Darren struggled from school, and his assignments were not getting done, and then uh, forgot to turn them in. He played the guitar in a school band, but it was agony to sit still for practice. I rarely did my homework. I failed French freshman year, he told me recently. It was like a class of clown kind of thing. Huh? The psychiatrist diagnosed attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, ADHD. Now, I have the attention deficit part. I, You know, and the hyperactivity thing, I don't know about that. Uh, maybe that's you got to say you have the hyperactivity part of it. I've never been officially diagnosed with ADHD, but I know I got it because, man, oh, man, for me to focus sometimes. Some days, some mornings, some life, you know, it's like I cannot get just one thing done. I am thinking 10 things away, and it's like a snapshot. It's like a a camera switching picture to picture to picture in your head, and you got to figure out how to slow it down. And once again, meditation, breathing, yeah, naturally beat the fucking thing. Tinnitus, 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 whatever it's called, ear ringing. I've been dealing with that. Comes from years and years of wearing fucking headphones and or and being at live concerts, standing right in front of the speaker like a fucking moron. But guess what? You gotta deal with it, man. You gotta live with it. You can't let it be the excuse to fucking go out and commit mass murder. So they di- they they diagnose a hyperactive attention deficit disorder with this kid. And so he's prescribed a popular drug. That's been prescribed for three de- decades. 30 years has helped people, and they they can't, um, and he still can't uh, focus. Adderall's a stimulant composed of two amphetamines, okay? Well, gee, no wonder it's so fun. <laughs> the drug changed James's life. Adderall became his morning cup of coffee, but it also became much more. Adderall helped him do the things he loved playing with himself, I mean, playing the guitar, working out, reading, getting outside, and having a great discussion with friends. His grades went up. He sat still in class. He turned in his homework on time and he became captain of the crew team. Hey, you know, that's what I used weed for when I was in school. <laughs> I sure wasn't the captain of the uh, team, though. I was uh, barely on the team. (laughs) I was busy getting stoned and already uh, thinking about girls all the time. You can have fucking football and sports and all that shit. I'll play my guitar, have my long hair and look cool and get laid. You guys can go your direction. So taking Adderall made uh, this guy realize that he wasn't stupid. What? What? I started taking the medicine, and it was like, holy shit, I actually understand everything. Well, well, well. Okay, so now you're addicted to Adderall. And then uh, it says here that he was um, accepted into Columbia University. It basically just goes on about how great Adderall is, but then it has the downside. It says, over the past few months, however, things have changed. James has been walking around. 1 p.m., I don't really ever start my day, he says. He has to make to-do lists to keep himself on track and to remember basic chores like laundry. The cause of the nationwide shortage of Adderall, which the FDA declared about eight months ago, without his daily pills, James is unraveling. So the guy can't take Adderall anymore because there's not enough of it, because everybody's taking it. And maybe this guy really needs it. You know, maybe I need it. I will you know... My wife has told me many times, man, you need to get something, man. Some Adderall or some shit. You're fucked up, dude. And, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, a shortage of Adderall. And now you got 19 million kids out there that need fucking Adderall. And we already got a bunch of fucking crazy kids growing up. And now they're fucking jonesing for Adderall. We'll be back. Eggman Radio Addiction.
1: I am Conor McGregor, multiple-weight MMA champion. I'm a fighter and I've been through many battles in the Octagon. Many consider my fights in the Octagon heroic, but the real-life heroes are those men and women who fight to protect us every day. The real-life fighters, the real-life heroes are the firefighters and police officers. These first responders are true heroes because these brave men and women put themselves in the line of danger every single day protecting us all. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation ensures that first responders from fire, EMS and police departments who are killed in the line of duty with young children have a home without the burden of a mortgage. They are my heroes. They need our help today. I'd like to ask you to join me in donating $11 a month to support their efforts. Your $11 a month honors and supports our first responders. Please call now at 1-844-BRAVEST or visit TunneltoTowers.org.
0: Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! All right, here we go. Welcome back, Eggman Radio Addiction Program. Sheer shoulders, backless blouses, negligee fabrics. Welcome to the error of the man-hater, the he-hater. Okay, this is a great article. First thing you see, if you uh, go to the Wall Street Journal, there's a, an article. It's called the going, Out, the going Out Top for Men, which is, I don't like the, the, the title of the article because of the headline, because um, it's misleading in the sense that no one's going to look at this and think that it's about what it's about. What it's about is this fashion show. All these men are in fucking dresses and look feminine as hell. Okay, there. It's the continuation of shoving unmanliness down our throats. Man, woman, the basics. It's you know they they want to destroy that. They want to destroy the basic, fundamental of life. Man, woman. And if you want to throw gay in there, that's fine. Beautiful. Put it in there. Man, woman, gay person, okay? Bi person, that's good. What do we got? Man, woman, gay person, bi person. One more needs to be in there. Hermaphrodite, I guess, right? An actual real hermaphrodite. It's like some really small percentage of fucking people out there. Now, those five things I'll give you. I'll give you all that. But these guys on this thing, man, oh man, I... I mean, for a man to allow himself to be photographed on stage and to want to be a model wearing women's clothes is fucking weird. Now, if you just tell me flat out, look, this is for the paycheck, dude. They're paying me big bucks to put on, you know, women's clothes, to let my nipples stick out. Okay, fine. Fine. If it's money involved in it, I get it. Sell your soul for money. We've all done it. Perhaps the uh, wider world is caught up with the Timothy Camelot uh, uh, who made headlines last year at the Venice Film Festival when he slithered down the red carpet in a red disco halter top by designer Hey, Hey, we'll see you next show. Eggman, over and out.
1: That wraps up another Eggman Radio Addiction. See ya.